Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey on why men break up with women. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. to a place of real deep connection and investment. Mistake number one, showing that we are surprised someone is into us. If we say or do things that communicate to someone, I just don't know why someone like you would like someone like me. I'm surprised that you're into me. I'm surprised that you like me as much as you say you do. I am surprised you approached me. Yeah, so that's, you know, when girls are being talked to by Chad, right? Uh, she's surprised that he talked to her, which, which indicates that she sees him as above, as above her. Uh, but that's, that's, not a, that's not a red flag that, that makes men want to end the relationship. That's, that's normal. Um, that, that, like, women only go for men like that. I don't know what Matthew is on about here. What we're saying to someone is someone with your value shouldn't be into someone with my value. And the danger of that is that we're going to make someone feel like they got the raw end of the deal. We uh, kind of how it always works for men. In order to be in a relationship with a girl, you have to provide more than she does because women are hypergamous. That's what women want. They want a guy that's taller, stronger, fitter, faster, more charismatic, more friends, better friends, more money, all of that. That's the men that women choose. Because eggs are cheap and... Sp uh, sorry, eggs are expensive and sperm is cheap. So, yeah. So that's not why... Um, that's not why the man breaks up. Although, if she is punching too far above her weight class, that is a reason why a man would break up. So if she's like, let's say, a six... And he's a nine. Yes, there is no way he'll have a long-term relationship with her. It's too embarrassing. She's too low compared to him. She makes him look bad. Uh, and uh, too many women in 2023 are punching above their weight class. They're going for men that are too attractive compared to them. They don't have enough humility to understand that you have to select a man who's one point more attractive than you, not three. We all want to feel in life like we're getting the best deal possible. So no one wants to go into a dating scenario feeling like they're the one being shortchanged. But when we say to someone, I'm surprised that you're into me, it's another way of saying to someone, you're the one getting shortchanged in this situation. Because so what Matthew is saying is keep the wool pulled over their eyes. Uh, don't tell them the truth, which is not bad advice, frankly. Um, but is kind of manipulative. All right, shilling time. Drop me a donation at uh, like Hunter M, Adrian on Tom M. Just click more underneath the video. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the blog. Buy my books at bit.ly slash books. And hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit all for notifications. Shilling is done, let's continue. Because I'm of lower value and you're of higher value.
If we do that, we run the risk of killing desire before we've even started. This is true, though, of men. If a man treats a girl like she's on a pedestal, like she's better than him, this will happen. You will kill the desire. But men and women aren't the same. Women only go for men that are superior. But women need to understand humility. You can't go for a man that's that much more superior to you. You can't. He won't commit. That's the problem. Mistake number two, telling someone you're afraid that they're going to hurt you. If we continuously show, I'm afraid that you're going to change your mind about me. I'm afraid that you're going to leave me. I'm afraid that you're going to cheat on me. I'm worried you're just stringing me along. We are playing a kind of victim in this scenario. Yeah, and there's more. What you're doing is you're showing that you're insecure and you have an anxious attachment style, which that does turn a lot of men off. It's true. And that that could very well ruin your relationship. Absolutely. No, that's 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 actually true. We're not saying that we have equal opportunity to hurt each other, that we're both in a situation. Being dating is to be in a situation where you can be hurt. There's no getting around that. If you go on a date with someone and they don't call you, we can feel that as a rejection. That's vulnerability. You can't be in dating without making yourself vulnerable. But that's also true of the other person. So if we're acting like we're the only one who's in danger, it's a way of communicating that you have all the power and I have none. And you must have all the power because you're the one with all the cards. You're the one who is more valuable in the situation. Well, there's more. There's the constant need to victimize yourself, which is what happens with a lot of these a lot of these women in 2023. Their ability to take responsibility is severely limited, right? And because their ability to take responsibility is so limited, um, they don't like they're not able to take responsibility for why they ended up in the breakup in the first place, right? For their contribution to the breakup. I'm the one who has to be afraid that they're going to get hurt. We're literally telling someone that they're more valuable than us. We're also making them feel a level of safety that breeds a kind of boredom. We're saying to someone, hey, the dance you thought you were in, where we're dancing together and we're kind of feeling each other out and seeing where it goes and who knows, but let's keep going. That dance is over. You're in control. I'm the one who's scared. I'm the one who could get hurt here. Uh, actually, this isn't so bad, right? Like when, when a girl admits this, it's, it's not so bad, right? If a girl says, I'm afraid to lose you and stuff like that, that means that she sees you as above herself. It's actually, a, it means she's very attracted to you. So I, I think Matthew is wrong about this too. Um, but if you're constantly going on about how you're afraid he's going to cheat on you and all that, yes, that is bad. You're totally safe. There's nothing more for you to think about. Mistake number three, talking about parts of yourself you don't like. This could be as simple as talking about how you really don't like your body. Now, when we do this, the first thing we're doing is obviously drawing someone's attention to the very thing that we don't like. Now, you might say, but that's just honest. I don't like it. And that's just part of my vulnerability is saying that I don't like it. Well, we have to ask ourselves, what's the appropriate time and place for revealing that kind of insecurity. If you were on your way in to watch a movie that you were really excited about, 
You've been anticipating this movie. You were looking forward to it. And then, right before the movie was about to start, a video played of the director saying, hey guys, so um, I hope you enjoy the movie. I just want to let you know there's a, a scene in the first 10 minutes, the one in the bar, that I'm really not happy with the, the way that it turned out. Um, enjoy the movie. I just, I'm just sorry about that scene. Um, yeah, that's, um, I actually agree about this. As, like, when you're in a relationship, right, and, like, girls need to do this too, um, the, the, what you need to do is don't just talk about your weaknesses and what you don't like and how you're unhappy and all of that. If you're doing that, you're going to push the person away. And uh, that's because that negativity um, hurts not only yourself, but the other person too. That's, that's true. It just didn't go the way we wanted Imagine watching that movie now. Are you going to be able to enjoy the movie? Or is your mind just now going to be on the bar scene? I mean, what's this bar scene? Let me see. Let me see if it's as bad as as the director says it is. Oh, I guess I see what he means. That that is a kind of... That wasn't a great scene. I, I, I guess I can see why he didn't like it. You're literally looking for reasons not to like that thing. And by the way... Even if that wasn't the best scene in the movie, your whole attention is drawn to that scene and not the rest of the movie that might be awesome and might make that scene completely irrelevant in the context of the whole thing. That's you right. don't get a chance, in other words, to now leave and just love that movie. If someone says to you that they don't like their nose, then they're giving you their interpretation of their nose. I don't like my nose, but they're giving you their interpretation of it. You should be allowed to have your own interpretation of that thing. Now, part of this we know comes from a kind of insecurity that if, if I'm worried about something, if I'm worried you're not going to like something, let me knock it before you do. Let me at least show you that I'm aware of this thing that isn't great. That way I don't seem like a fool. I, I am not. Yeah. Uh, how would I explain this? There are, Things to talk about and things not to talk about, right? Our relationships are not for dumping all of our problems on the other person or all of our insecurities or all of our fears. No. Our relationships are for enjoying each other and ha and having a good time, right? And, and treating each other well and, you know, coming out of the relationship better than we entered, right? You don't do that by saying, I'm afraid about this, I'm insecure about this, this is what you this is what I'm doing wrong. I don't like this about myself. I no. You're just spewing a wave of negativity that makes it such that nobody nobody wants to spend time with you. That's true. Acknowledging that this thing isn't great and now I'm I'm disarming you. I'm it's I'm eight miling myself. You know that scene in eight mile where Eminem He's, he, ba he bashes himself, right? He gets up and he bashes himself. He, he knocks himself in all of these ways. And now he's like, now what do you have to say? I'm a piece of white trash. I say it proudly. This battle, I don't want to win. I'm outie. Here, tell these people something they don't know about me. But dating isn't a rap battle, friends.
It's not, let me just knock myself down in all of the ways that you could knock me down. Now what negative shit are you going to say about me? The goal is not to rid them of any negative things to say because you already said them. The goal, hopefully, is that someone comes along and is able to not only see the parts of you that you think are wonderful, but maybe, God forbid, is able to see the parts of you that you don't think are wonderful as wonderful. Now, by the way, am I saying that you can never say anything insecure, that you can never point out something that makes you self-conscious? Of course not. There are always going to be times in dating and relationships where a a moment of being self-conscious is a moment of humanity, is a moment of of beautiful vulnerability that connects us to another person. But if we bombard people with the things about ourselves that we don't like, if we continuously tell someone, I really don't like how I look today. I don't feel good in myself today. If we keep saying that, then we're we're brainwashing someone to think a certain way about us. Well, it's, you're shooting yourself in the foot, right? You should try to move in a positive direction, not a negative direction, right? Um, as I said, we're not out here dumping all of our problems onto onto the person. And if you as a girl are doing this, well, obviously, it's it's over, right? Um, dumping all of your problems on the guy is just going to make him think, wow, what a headache, and just leave, right? Oh, I've been, you know, uh, all the guys that I was with in the past, they were trash, you know. Um, I'm, I have psychological scars, you know, I la 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 and over on and on and on and on just all the negative things. Well, obviously it's going to turn men off. And if it turns men off, that's it, right? He's not going to continue to be with you. He's going to stop being with you because of that. To view us through a certain lens and don't think that that brainwashing will never get through at best. They'll still think that you look amazing, but will start to see that you don't think you're amazing. Right, they'll see that you're insecure. And again, people, not everybody, but there are people out there that will take advantage of your weakness, right? If you give away all of your weaknesses, all of your insecurities, all of the things right up front, there are people out there that will take advantage. Ah, she sees herself as insecure, okay, that means that I can get away with X, right? There are guys that'll do that. And so putting yourself in that position is not particularly intelligent, right? And that's that's also something to consider. And therefore, that will have an impact on the way they see you. Because ultimately, long term, who wants to be with someone who doesn't see any value in themselves. But the worst case scenario is that something they actually liked, they start to question whether they should like it. Because some of those things you say about it being hideous actually get through. Now, Right, so um, you like her voice, right? And then she says, oh, I hate my voice. It's so nasally. And then they start to pay attention to the nasal stuff and then it kind of turns them off. But again... It's not really the the nasally that turns the guy off. It's it's the fact that you're talking about yourself negatively, right? It's it's also this this victim mentality, right? Oh, um, things like the the idea is I am a victim because 
uh, th- this is part of me and you now need to take responsibility for dealing with it. I'm not going to, to deal with it myself. I'm going to offload it onto you. The responsibility is, is, the, is the idea. Well, I know that we all in our dating lives want to be accepted for who we are. We all want someone to come along and for us to not have to play a game to get them, not have to pretend we're more confident than we are. But instead, to just be who we are. Yeah, but just being yourself, like, they say that, right? Especially for men. Just be yourself. But you can't just be yourself. You have to be the most competitive, attractive, successful, strong version of yourself. And then you can just be yourself. Everybody has their own unique kind of um, flavor, right? But you need strong masculine to be to, to be you know, mixed in to that flavor, right? And for, for women, you need strong feminine to be to be mixed in that in that uh, flavor. And, I don't, and when I say strong feminine, I don't mean like uh, what a womanist means when they say strong, independent woman. No, no, no. I, what I mean is fit, feminine, cooperative, bedroom fun, loyal, and submissive. That's what I mean. Um, and if you don't have that in the mix, right, it's going to go bad for you. Again, this this constant negative talk, it doesn't allow the guy to actually enjoy the relationship. It becomes a headache. Ah, I have to deal with this garbage again. Oh, I have to, you know, right? It's like that. You become his burden. And a lot of guys, they don't want another burden. Life is hard enough without having to carry you on their back as well. And have someone accept us. But I remind everyone again, someone accepting us isn't the same as someone desiring us. Absolutely. Someone may accept you. They may think you're wonderful. That's not the same as desiring. People aren't so powerful that the mechanisms, the the kind of economics of value that happen to all of us reflexively are things they can just control. Right. Uh, now, Matthew is saying, don't devalue yourself, right? Like, don't uh, tell him about all your insecurities and stuff because it devalues you. But that, that's actually not why um, men don't like women as a result of those conversations. Uh, because men know that they need to be superior to you anyway, right? So they're already going to be high, higher value. That's not the issue. The issue is, it's annoying. You don't want to deal with that. It's, it's work. Oh, now I have to deal with the fact that she doesn't like her body too. You know, I have to reassure her every day that her body's fine or whatever. Yeah, I'm sick of that headache. You know, I don't want to deal with that. You know, that sort of thing. That's the problem. Not that the man is higher value and the girl is devaluing herself through this. No, no. If we behave as someone who has no value, who isn't desired by anybody else, hasn't been wanted by anyone in years, and who can blame them? Right. You've got all these terribly unattractive features. If we continue to paint that picture to someone, then they can be forgiven for losing desire because we're all going on these unconscious ways of measuring people's value and then getting attracted or not attracted to where they end up on that scale. 
Can we do some of these things I've said in this video and get away with it? Of course we can. Can they even be charming sometimes? Yes. Can they make us human and vulnerable in the right context? Of course. But the question we have to ask ourselves is, is the pattern of my behavior one that paints a picture? Right. This, this is true. For, for men especially, we're not out here offloading all of our problems onto girls. Like, you will never be able to have a relationship if you're constantly talking about your insecurities. What she's going to see is, ah, he's weak, he's pathetic, he's below me, I'm not interested. That's what's going to happen. It's not going to go any other way. She's not going to be attracted to you. She's not going to be interested in you. Because why would she be interested in a guy that doesn't like himself, that doesn't think that he's worthy. You as a man, it's it's competition. You can't just say, oh, I'm bad, and uh, but accept me anyway. No, she won't accept you. She is going to drop you. Of someone that has value or someone that does not. And if the answer is the latter, we have to start redressing these things that we do to sabotage ourselves with the people we like. Now, if you want to work on... Okay. Uh, now he's going to shut his course, but it's okay. We don't need to listen to that. Um, all right. The Reddit post. Uh, post on relationship advice 28 minutes ago. So the girl's 25. I'm 25 and I've been with my boyfriend who's 36 for a year and a half. The other day I found that his ex-girlfriend is prettier than me. So the other day, I accidentally stumbled across my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend's Instagram page. I felt my stomach drop when I saw how much prettier she is than me. She's very beautiful. I kept looking through a page and saw how talented, smart, and interesting she seems to be. She's an artist and posted so many paintings she had, uh, she'd made for my boyfriend when they were together. The sweet words for him in the captions made me feel sick. She has so much in common with them, and they have all the same hobbies too. I'm not, all that, I'm not at all pretty. I'm not smart. I'm not talented or interesting. And uh, me and my boyfriend have no shared hobbies. I'm scared in case he feels like he downgraded by being with me. I know if his ex didn't leave him, he wouldn't have left her. They were together for eight years. I can tell the breakup had a bad effect on him too. It hurts me to know how much better she is than me. I don't know how I'm supposed to move on from this. I can't help but feel that my boyfriend just settled for me because I uh, he couldn't have the girl he really wanted. I feel sick typing all this. Does anyone have any advice for what I should do now? Actually, it's funny because this competition anxiety makes... Uh, makes the man more attractive, right? Because if the guy is able to get a girl that's that much more attractive, it's actually a very good sign. Um, but there's more. She's 25 and he's 36, so she does have something that the other girl doesn't have. She has youth. She's 25. So she maybe just feels insecure. Also, um, you know, notice what she what she feels insecure about. Talented, smart, and interesting. That's not what men see as attractive men see fit feminine cooperative bedroom fun loyal and submissive as attractive and she's probably got that right so she just thinks that she's losing but she's actually not losing all right let's look at the top comment millions of people are always going to be prettier than you smarter than you more talented than you and richer than you so what for some reason, he chose to be with you. Stop insulting him by thinking he's too he's so lame to have settled for you. You are who he wants to be with. Consider yourself blessed and change the conversation in your head. That's right. Uh, actually, this is kind of what Matthew was talking about in the video, right? Where he's like, people are, are killing their own relationships because 
uh, they are telling their partner that they're insecure that he even chose them, right? I, th- I think it's true. Uh, not really. You're making your own mess right now and you can opt out of it. Exactly. Uh, you should get out of Reddit and go straight to therapy to treat your self-esteem issues. Don't take this as a harsh comment. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. So again, the girl, she... Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's better that she has humility and thinks that she's lower than the guy. But, yeah, being like, why would you be with me when you missed out on being with her is the wrong attitude. Uh, Like, yeah, it's the wrong attitude. Uh, My advice is to see a therapist and work on your self-esteem. It doesn't matter. She's prettier. They aren't together. There's always going to be someone prettier, smarter, more talented than you. You have to learn your own self-worth. Unfortunately, the problem is more than just your low self-esteem. No matter how much appreciation you may develop, if your BF leaves for your for your ex, it would be a blow anyway. I'm not sure what to do. Can he get over his ex to the point that he would reject her if she wanted him back? Maybe, maybe not. So this is um, this is a girl talking about the concept of he's alpha widowed, right? Like like uh, it's solipsism. So it's like, since girls get alpha widowed, she's assuming that the guy got alpha widowed by this girl and he would go back to her in an instant if he could. Well, no, that's not how guys work, right? Guys don't work off of being alpha widowed. A guy, like like for men, what they want is like infinite variety, right? So a guy can always move on to another girl and be okay. Uh, whereas women, they want the top guy they can possibly get. So if she's had the top guy, and in your mind, you're not the top guy, you'll always be second best in her head. And she will always be comparing you to that guy. And she'll always wonder what it would have been like to be with that guy and not with you. Men are not like that. A man can be sad about his relationship ending, move on to another girl and be happy. Because men don't get alpha widowed like that. It's not It's not a strong thing like it is for women that ruins them forever, Right? Um, where they, they literally can't handle being in, a, in another relationship and their divorce rate becomes like, you know, huge. It's not like that for men. So solipsistic comment is funny. All right. We're going to end the video there. Hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian on Tom M. Shout out to them. Just uh, go to more underneath the video. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios books. Take care of yourselves, guys. Really appreciate you watching the video to the end. And I'll see you next time.